and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. Please enjoy our offering of expertise and judgment as we make good points and use the fantastic method of our matrix or prioritizing grid to rank a list for all of you. Hey, it's good to be back after a few months off and we're ready to bring you season three. You guys well, ready for rested. this? Well rested. Trace. Yeah. We've all had COVID since then. Well, Irv hasn't, but we probably I mean, I don't, I don't know. pretty much everybody has had this. I, that's, that's that's the. the I think thing. I had COVID before it was cool. Yeah, like back like last March. I think that's the going thing. Like though. a it's year like, ago. Right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think I had it. I, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure I had it. I'm pretty sure I had it. So yeah, we've all had pretty it. Pretty sure I had it. Hey, we're always asking for ideas on what we should do. Whether that be a list to rank, which we've done fan pointer rankings before. The pointer. pointers give us pointer. some stuff. Uh, ways to improve or guest hosts to have on. We've had some pointers come on and. And a guest host for us. So yeah. We're give definitely us that. open on our guest hosts for season yeah, three. Yeah, season we three, we're done. looking for guest hosts, looking for ideas. So we've, we've got a list, but we're always open. So get a hold of us on Twitter. At, that's a good point one. Point! No T at the end of point. If you don't know that story, go back and listen to season one and two. All right? <laughs> Today, we're going to be ranking the best game shows of all time. All right? First of all, we're going to define this as more of a traditional game show. I know there's some people that consider like Survivor, The Amazing Race, or yeah. even like The Bachelor as a game Those show. Are reality shows. Right. We're thinking like a studio host, contestants come on, there's a winner at the end of the episode, they get some kind of prize. So that's To me, that's a game show. Now, we could do the reality shows later down the sure. road. Because, I mean, Survivor, Big Brother, Irv's favorite, Temptation Island. Oh, Temptation, <laughs> Temptation Island. Fantastic. Ah, uh, yeah. Is, is uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, is that a game show, or is that a... <laughs> uh, wait, what's that? I've never Real seen Housewives. it. I've, I've never seen it, but it's it's like a franchise, isn't it? Like all the Real Housewives things? Oh, yeah. Sure, I don't know. Anyway, this premise sounded simple enough, and so we thought, hey, let's give it a shot. This is going to be easy. Well, let me tell you, it is not. No. No. Now, there's, there's more good game shows out there than you realize. And depending on when you were born or what sort of TV you had, I'm looking at all you rich 80s kids that had cable. Or what your parents wanted to watch. What your parents wanted to watch. <laughs> whether or not you enjoy the game show network, which, by the way, I do. You may not have some exposure or some uh, expertise or even some knowledge of some great game shows. So, some shows that I think need mentioning. They're pretty good, but they just didn't make our cut include... Let's make a deal. What's my line? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Double Dare from old Nickelodeon. The Gong Show. Password. Hollywood Squares. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, where in, in the, the world, world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> that, that might be the best theme song. Yeah, yeah. Um, card Sharks. Um, so... Real quick, let's talk about some of those. Irv, you want to talk about a few of those? Sure, yeah. So I'll start with Hollywood Squares. Uh, basically, you know, it's like a tic-tac-toe kind of looking deal. Uh, started NBC in like the mid-60s. You know, some open-faced cubes. There were stars on there that they were asked questions by the host, and then the contestants, um, you know, needed to judge if they were telling the truth, essentially. Host by Peter Marshall. Um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Another one. Uh, basically like a quiz game show. Uh, was on Fox, hosted by none other than uh, Jeff Foxworthy. Oh. 2007 or 2009, it was prime time. Then it moved to like a syndicated time. I saw that. I watched a few. You might be a redneck if you watch Who's Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. I don't know. Maybe I, not. I, <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know. And it's, then uh, I, evidently in 2019, 
it was on Nickelodeon or Nickelodeon bought it or whatever, and John Cena uh, hosted dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, last one I got here. Let's make a deal. Ooh, 19, that's classic. Nineteen sixty-three. Monty Hall. Monty Hall. Yeah. Uh, basically, members from the audience, uh, you know, are part of the game. They're traders. They deal with the host. They can keep or you know exchange items. So yes, those are three good ones. Yeah, Monty Hall, classic game show host. We could probably do a whole episode not on just game shows, but John, you mentioned this in pre-production, but game show hosts. Sure. I have no idea who Wink Martindale is, but I know the name. He's the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. <laughs> oh, different. <laughs> but I feel like that's a that's a dude that hosted a game show. He was he? on like a bunch of them. Yeah. Like some of these guys got kind of. Well, typecast into you're uh, a game show host. Chuck Woolery is yep. on a couple different ones. Richard Dawson was on a couple different game uh, shows. Eubanks. Yeah, Bob, Bob Eubanks. Eubanks. Um, for sure. A few others, like we just mentioned, that missed the cut. Password. That was on for like six years in the 60s. It came back on in the 70s for a few years. The 80s, they had Password Plus and even Super Password. The Password it, is. Yeah, in 2008, I think they had like... Regis Philbin hosted like eight different to ten different episodes of The Million Dollar Password to build off another famous game show he hosted. And yeah, the password is. And then they'd you have to come up with basketball, so you'd say sport. And there's a lot of ways to get disqualified in that one. But um, what's my line? So what's my line was a show that was on for 25 years in its original run, but it was in the 1950s and 60s. And the idea behind this was people would come on and there was a celebrity panel and they have to guess what their line of work was. So they would ask them yes or no questions and then guess what their job was. And at the end, kind of the final round, they would blindfold all of the the panelists, the celebrity panelists, and they'd bring out a, a mystery celebrity and they would ask them questions and they would kind of disguise their voice and answer them. They have to guess who it was. And so this one, I don't... Didn't watch a ton. I've seen it on the Game Show Network, but it was one of the, it's one of the more highly rated game shows of all time. Going back and looking through, I looked through like six different lists of what were the best game shows of all time, and this one showed up quite a bit. But have you guys ever seen it? No, I don't think I have. Ever heard of it? Yes. Heard of it? Okay, yes. at least you've heard, heard of it. it. So heard it's, of it. it didn't make our list, even though it's maybe one of the higher rated ones, just because you know we we hadn't heard of it. Another one. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? It's on PBS from 91 to 96. It was geography-themed. It was created because in the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there, National Geographic did this survey, and it showed that only one in four Americans had basic geography knowledge, like, hey, which ocean is the Pacific Ocean? And they could only, only about one in four could point to that. So if you can't point to that, you should feel bad about yourself, by the way. <laughs> um, yes. But it was all geography-themed questions, and it was they became a cartoon later. I will say this. We have two shows on our final list that won the most Daytime Emmy Awards. Okay. Third place in most Daytime Emmy Awards for game shows. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Really? Yep. Huh. Won seven and won a Peabody Award, which I don't know exactly what that is, but I know it's Sounds good. important. Yeah. So, a few others. Um, we've got... What I think is a pretty good show, Double Dare. That was one of mine that I could have seen on the list. Double Dare is a Nickelodeon favorite. If you had the cable TV back in the 80s, Mark Summers was the host. And it was really focused on kids because they'd bring in like kid contestants and ask them different trivia questions. And then, well, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but you could dare, 
Double Dare, right. and then there was the physical challenge where and you if, had to do did, something crazy. Wasn't if you said, I don't know, you got slimed or something like that? Or there's, uh, there's that might have been in like some of the later episodes. You yeah. got slimed. I think my highlight, though, of Double Dare was always the obstacle course at the end where you had to go through these gross and oh, disgusting yeah. things, yep, like yep, dig yep. a flag out of this giant ear with a bunch of fake earwax in it. Um, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So the obstacle course I thought was pretty neat at the end. I, I remember weird. trying to like... Um, reenact those things in our basement growing up uh also that didn't make some shows that didn't make the list um we've got the gong show which is your uh prototypical talent show uh late 70s was when this was in its heyday and there were uh, guest judges who were kind of celebrities people like one of Dion's favorite um baseball players of all time steve garvey was a constant (laughs) a constant host on the gong show and you could get scored, but then you could also get gonged, where someone could just get up and yep. hit the gong, and that meant you were done. Um, also, we had, that didn't make the cut, Card Sharks, which I enjoyed. A couple of pretty famous um, hosts of game shows that have hosted Card Sharks. Jim Perry, who also hosted another show that I liked, Sale of the Century. That was another oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about Sale of the Century. Another show that was pretty good. Great show. Um, and then Bob Eubanks also hosted Card Sharks in the mid-80s, and that was a lot of um, trying to guess if the if it was the percentage was like over or under something, yep. and then you got to the cards, and you had to basically play higher or lower with a deck of playing cards Yep, um, was the general idea of that. So that I'd say like Card Sharks, to me, was in one of, it was like the heyday of game shows there in the late 70s, early 80s when... Uh, you know, they were on all morning during the weekdays. I okay. remember being homesick or in the summer, and you could watch game shows from like 9 o'clock till soap operas came on. Yep. Sometimes they went till past noon. Yep. Till, till 12, 30, 1 o'clock. So those are some good shows that we either really liked or were made quite a few of the lists that we researched, but just didn't make our cut. So there's three, I would call them heavy hitters, that we ended up having to cut. Um, so... Not on our list today, and this is one of my favorites, and John, I think it is yours too, so yeah. I'm going to pass it off to you, but we didn't put up there, press your luck. Can you tell us a little about that show and why it's awesome? Yeah, this one this one made my heart hurt a little bit, Yep, and I like press your luck quite a bit. Um, the thing I liked about press your luck, first of all, it had like a rotating set, so they were facing one way when they were asking like the trivia question part, and then you, uh, depending on if you answer the question right, you accumulate spins. Yep. And then when they hit a commercial break or whatever, they rotate it around, yep. and then the board is there. Beep, 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 yeah, beep, beep, and the whammy, beep, beep, no whammy, no whammy, bucks, no, no whammy, no stop! It stopped on $250 of the spin! <laughs> um, there was a little strategy, because you could pass your spins off to other right. people. Yeah, you had a, got a big lead, you didn't want to keep your spins just in case you got a whammy. Yeah, you want to give them the whammies. Yep. But then there was a big controversy too. <laughs> there was a big controversy because that one guy like zoned in and figured out the pattern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made like I forgot about that thousands and thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. which is a lot at that time. Um, <laughs> and I always like the whammy animations too that would come up when the you hit on a whammy. So yeah, I like pressure luck. I would rate it fairly high on my list. Uh, me too. Me too. You know, one not making the cut. And I think this, I, my anticipation is that this might be the one we hear the most about leaving off. Uh, we're not going to put on our list who wants to be a millionaire. Irv, 
What do you got on that one? Yeah, like late 90s came onto the scene. Regis Philbin was the original one. Then, you know, there was that Meredith uh, Vieira or whatever. Oh, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer was the host. Well, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, maybe is now. Like, Oh, yeah, he um, is. That's right, he is. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, kind of a quiz game show. You get different lifelines. You can ask the audience. You can do like a... 50 50, I think. Or phone like, a friend. Phone a friend. And the first ever winner was John Carpenter. And Remember he that? technically used a lifeline, but the only lifeline he used was on the last question to call his parents because he knew the answer to the last question and won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. And was um, it like, hey, Dad, I'm just. I don't just, have a question for you, just letting you know I'm about $20 million yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And once you got up to like 32064 like, you wouldn't drop below that. Like, you right. wouldn't lose that. Like, so, but then, you know, you get up to like 250 and, and 500 and then the, the million dollars. And yeah, um, that one's been on for a while. And yeah, it, I don't know. It, it's a pretty good one. I remember watching that with my folks yeah. uh, growing up. So yeah, we, we loved watching Who Wants to Be Millionaire. I would say we're ranking seven game shows today. If we were ranking eight, this would probably be the eighth one. And it might even, you know, whatever ends up being our lucky charms. Our lucky all, charms. You, all you pointers know what we're talking about uh, there. Lucky charms. It, who wants to be a millionaire might finish above that, but we it just didn't make our list. Sure. The last kind of heavy hitter, and this one's one that made a lot of lists that got the axe from us, is Deal or No Deal. Um, there's been over 300 episodes. The host is Howie Mandel. I don't think they're still making this, but it, hopefully you know the premise of this. There's 26 numbered briefcases with varying amounts of money between one cent and one million dollars, and they go up every so often. And so you start by saying... Get rid of those six briefcases, and they show you how much was in each of them. That come off the board, and then you, the banker makes an offer to you. Like, you can take this amount of money or keep playing. And the idea is if you get down to one briefcase, or actually, don't you get down to two? And yeah. then you pick either I want to keep it or not, and then you get whatever money is in there, unless you take the deal from the banker, which most people did. But you know, each round, then you'd remove five, the next round four, and so on. Uh, a cool... I looked this up earlier and found out there are 26 briefcases. Each briefcase had its own model. So the model for briefcase one was the same in all the episodes in a season. Huh. And the model for season or for briefcase two was the same model. Season two, briefcase, uh, one of the briefcase models, briefcase girls, was Meghan Markle. Really? And she's like the married to Prince Francis, Frederick, J- Jeff. What's Hank. His? Hank. Bill. Hank. He, she's like royalty over in the old Britain. Well, she there. didn't live over there anymore. Oh, that's right. She's the one Remember, that said... They're, yeah. not, they're now... Her and Harry yeah. are now... Uh, Harry, thank you. Yeah, uh, Hank. Okay. Hank I didn't Harry. remember his name. Henry is... Ah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Henry? Henry is... Uh, Harry? Prince Harry. He's oh. Harry, but <laughs> Hank is short for Henry. I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Meghan Markle. Markle, not Markle. Mork and Mindy. She was the old Mindy Morkel was the... You guys know what I'm saying. Anyway, our list today of game shows in no particular order. Number one, The Wheel of Fortune. Wheel. Number two, The Price is Right. Price is wrong, Bobby. <laughs> Number three, The Pyramid in all of its iterations. Well, yeah, how many different names did that Why have? Quite a few. Number four, The Newlywed Game. Number five... Jeopardy, number six, the match game. Actually, it's just match game. I shouldn't have said the. I sorry, I screwed that up. Yeah, you did. And number seven, start the podcast over. Number seven, Family Feud. So, our first matchup is going to be 
Wheel of Fortune versus The Price is Right. By the wow, way, jump right in. Yeah, oh. a couple heavy hitters here. The Wheel of Fortune originally debuted in 1975 as a daytime game show. Anybody want to guess who the original host was? Chuck Woolery. Don't know who that is. Yeah. Oh, you don't know Chuck Woolery? No. That's why I said I don't know who he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you he's a game show pro, man. Game he, show royalty. I, yeah. I believe you. Game show royalty, yeah. Was that back, That was back when you could... Uh, like, when you won a round of Wheel of Fortune, you went shopping. Yeah, yeah. And they had, like, the stuff you could buy. In 1981, Pat Sajak took over, and I believe this was on maybe CBS or NBC, but then 1983 is when they started the syndicated version. Yeah, in the evening? In the evening. That's still on today with Pat Sajak and Vanna White, and they're still making that. Oh, um, uh, Vanna White. Yep. Um, and th- there were different daytime versions, I think. NBC and CBS even maybe owned it at different times, and they've changed things over time, or, like... Like John mentioned, you had the, if you went around, you got that money, and you would go buy gifts, and that's what you would get. The Price is Right debuted in 1956. It was a slightly different version. It was almost like an auction show where you'd keep bidding until you felt you were comfortable without going over. Yeah. And in 1972, after it had gone off the air for a few years, they brought it back with Bob Barker. Bob Barker. From Happy Gilmore fame. Yep. Yeah. And then the models, and, and then it's the kind of the version that we know now hosted by drew carey and that's the price is right so i'm gonna start us off wheel of fortune versus price is right and for me i've got to go some sentimentality here i remember many a suppers watching the syndicated show with my parents who love the show and i like it too and that's wheel of fortune so my vote here is going to be wheel of fortune over price is right i do like the price is right but that's where my vote goes john um, my mom and dad watch the the uh, Wheel of Fortune show every night, I think, and they play along. Mom's pretty good at it. Dad's not bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, mom's an expert. She could be on the thing and probably do okay. Um, but I personally like The Price is Right better. Sure. Going back to Bob Barker, I like the um, variety in games, how it's all similar around guessing prices, but you got a little di- something different every time. Yeah, yeah, you don't get I mean, bored with that one. You got Plinko, you got whatever the game is with the little yodeler climbing up yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that one's great. You got the putting hole-in-one uh-huh. or two. Um, so I, I'm going Price is Right. Oh, Irv, a tiebreaker right away. Right away. First uh, vote on Season 3, we've already got a tiebreaker. Oh, Okay. Uh, my reasoning is actually similar to um, what one of you said, and that is like watching it with family. And to me, The Price is Right is the one that you watch when you're homesick from school. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah Whereas yeah. Wheel of Fortune was dinner time we watched as a family. Um, Wheel of Fortune is one I can remember like clear, clear back, like young, you know, age watching that. Wheel of Fortune watching that with um, with my folks. So. Uh, I definitely have to go Wheel of Fortune here. All right, so. that'll give Wheel of Fortune the victory. Next up, Wheel of Fortune is going to take on Pyramid. In 1973, the $10,000 Pyramid debuted, hosted by Dick Clark. In 1976, they changed that to the $20,000 Pyramid, which went through 1980, then went off the air for a few years. I think they couldn't think of any new ideas, right. so they brought it back in 82 as a $25,000 pyramid, which is how I remember yep, it. that's what I remember. And that still with Dick Clark. That ran through the late 80s, maybe 88, 89. I forgot to write that down. 
Uh, a few different random versions popped up, but never really stuck. But in 2016, they came up, I think ABC is the network that maybe has Game Night, and Michael Strahan hosts the $100,000 Pyramid. Um, Inflation. And that's kind of stuck around. I will say this. The Pyramid has the second most daytime Emmys of any hmm. game show after another one on this list. By wow. the way, third most daytime Emmys ever. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yep. Which didn't make our list. So, John, you lead us off. This is Wheel of Fortune versus Pyramid. Well, I'm gonna go the I'm gonna zig where others may zag. <laughs> and uh, I like Wheel of Fortune. It's fine. It I watch it with the parents, but I can't say I've really watched it much since sure. that. No, yeah. Um, the Pyramid I actually really enjoyed. You know, trying to guess. That's the one where you get like a question, I think it is, or a, a, a category maybe, and you have to give things, right? Like, yeah, you try and get them to guess things the that things that are in a car, right? You'd say steering wheel, steering wheel, motor, motor. and then say things, things that are, are in a car. car, and then it, yep. yeah. So um, that we it, we didn't do that. We didn't describe what happens in uh, Wheel of Fortune and, and Price if you is don't, Right. If you don't know, you're probably. But I not feel like if you're listening podcast. to this game, this podcast, <laughs> you probably know what happens in these. So, but a few of these, like we probably need to describe pyramid. what happens. And I like the end yeah, of yeah. Pyramid too. You go to the, like the big pyramid, and that's where you make your money depending on how far up the pyramid you get. Um, plus, you get some star talent in there. You're usually bringing in some guest stars yep. to take part in that. So I'm going. Celebrities pyramid. were given the clues, right? Yep, yeah, I'm going Pyramid. Pyramid. Irv, over to you. Um, I think this is a familiarity thing. Pyramid's not one I'm real familiar with. Sure. Wheel of Fortune is. Um, it's it's really that simple. I don't really have an argument against Pyramid. Don't miss, I don't dislike it. don't have a problem with it, but I got to go Wheel of Fortune. Sure. And once again, I'm going with what I like the most here, and I just have really strong affinity and feelings towards Wheel of Fortune. Uh, and Pyramid, I like that game show. And... If you said you get to play one right now, like we're going to set it up and play a game show, maybe I'd pick Pyramid over Wheel of Fortune. Mm, but Interesting way to look at if, it. If, that, if you want to look at it that way. But I'm sure. still going to vote Wheel of Fortune here and, and break this tie yep. and, and give that the victory. So the next one's going to be Wheel of Fortune versus the Newlywed Game. The Newlywed Game first aired in 1966. Um, by the way, this was the last show of any kind, not just game show, but the last show ever that debuted in black and white. Interesting. It ran for about eight and a half years, 1974. At the time, it was the longest-running daytime program ever for ABC. Um, and then the syndicated version came back around the late, late 70s. The new newlywed came on in the, in the 80s. Bob Eubanks was yep. one of those kind of guys that hosted a lot of game shows, and he was the host of that one, all of those different iterations uh, one of my favorite things about this one, the euphemism, making whoopee. <laughs> uh, the TV censorship at the time, you couldn't say sex or making love. We're saying sex on our podcast. Oh, oh. my God. Oh. Sorry. FCC. Sorry no, about that, kids. But in 1964, you couldn't do that. Um, even later on when they loosened those standards and it was okay to say having sex or making love, Bobby Banks still said making whoopee just because it was kind of funny. Um in 2009, Game Show Network. So if you know some of these, maybe you know some of the older versions of these shows from Game Show Network, if you have cable or whatever. But 2009, they came back and made a new one. It was on for about six or seven years. So uh, how this game was played, I guess we should talk about that. Yeah. 
Uh, it's newlyweds, so they had to have been married within the last year. The husband would leave the room. They'd ask a wife uh, a question like, how would he answer this question? They'd have to write it down on a card and guess how he would answer the question. Then he'd come back and they'd ask the question. He'd answer it. And This one, um, of all the ones we've talked about so far, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, Pyramid, Newlywed Game, this one was the funny moments were supposed to be there. Like comedy was kind of a mm-hmm. an aspect in the in the show, I suppose. Right. So, but Irv, Wheel of Fortune and Newlywed Game, this one goes to you. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, I will say this. I appreciate some of the, you know, going back and watching some of the clips from the, the humor portions of it and, um, you know, that being built into a show. Um, I actually it was telling you guys this before we were on air here that my first exposure to knowing what the newlywed game was is they referenced it on the show Parks and Rec yep. where Tom's trying to come up with his own game show and basically it's a carbon copy of newlywed game. Um, but again, going back to what I said before about familiarity and what I've been used to watching and what I can associate with watching with family... Um, I like Newlywed Game, but I gotta go the wheel. Gotta so. go the wheel, sure. Um, I could go either way. And my reasoning for picking Wheel of Fortune all along here has been the sentimentality and watching this with my parents. But we watched this when I was a kid. My parents liked this game. My grandparents loved this this game. They'd sit and watch and chuckle at it and some of the things. And I just remember, I I was young enough. I didn't get the jokes at the time. <laughs> But I knew Grandma and Grandpa thought it was funny, and so I thought it was funny too. And so I have really fond memories of the Newlywed game. Sure. And so this is a coin flip for me, and so in the interest of creating a tie, oh, yeah. John, I'm going to vote for the Newlywed game and send it on over to you. Okay. Well, um, I've heard of the Newlywed... Newlywed... You heard of the what now? You heard of what now? That's right. The Newlywed game? The Newlywed game. <laughs> the newlywed game. There you go. <laughs> Good job, John. But I don't know that I've really watched it a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, maybe here or there. That'd I probably don't... be a requirement for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where I, I'm going Wheel of Fortune. All right. I'm going Wheel of Fortune. That watched makes... it more, enjoyed it a little bit more. That makes sense. So going with that one. All right. I'm going to lead us off. It's going to be Wheel of Fortune. It's going to take on. Jeopardy. Mm. Jeopardy actually originally aired from ni- in 1964 and was on for about 10 or 11 seasons. Art Fleming was the original host of that, if you haven't heard of him. Well, I join you in that. i never heard of him before either. The syndicated version that we're familiar with started in 84. It's still on. This one, like I, I think I mentioned this earlier, that second place in all-time daytime Emmys with, with nine is Pyramid. Third place with seven is Carmen Sandiego. Most ever is Jeopardy with sense. 39. So they got a little lead. They got a bit of a lead here. And if you don't know how Jeopardy works, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but they <laughs> they start with a answer, and then you got to come up with a question. So Should we have a little moment of silence for Alex Trebek? Moment of silence for Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek, if, like we mentioned earlier, if we did a best game show host of all time, he'd definitely be on the list. Maybe the best. Yeah, I'd have a hard time... Not voting for him. Right, right. So There'd have to be some really good points made Very against good. him. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go first and let me make a good point. I'm going to vote for Jeopardy. John, that, on to you. That's a good point. Yeah. Thank good you. Point. <laughs> um, I like Jeopardy. I've always liked Jeopardy. I remember sitting in a dorm. That was one of our things in college. We'd sit in a dorm room and watch Jeopardy. And when Jeopardy was over, it was time to go to dinner. 
Oh, and we'd nice. all truck down the stairs of Burge Hall, and away we'd go. Um, Old Burge Hall. Plus, uh, Jeopardy's think- one you can very easily play along with, too. I mean, you can play along with any of these, but I think Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are two of the easier ones to play along with, and yeah. I've always preferred the Jeopardy format, so Jeopardy. Now that my vote uh, is going to change the outcome, um, and these were my top two, and I could have honestly swayed either way. I think I'm just going to stick with status quo, obviously, and just say Jeopardy would probably be my number one. Um, just we talked about him being, you know, the best host, and and you know, um, and just the the way it's set up, and even just uh, I don't know some of the runs that people have been on on that show, like how like many different episodes they were on, is kind of cool, and so yeah, Jeopardy is is a great show. You bet. Um, so that's going to take the, the sweep here. John, you mentioned like it's the format makes it easier to play along with, although I'm going to have to say my success rate is probably a little higher in Wheel of Fortune <laughs> yeah. than Jeopardy. Sure. Uh, when they do like... You off- need the kids edition of Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. I, one, one time it, Jeopardy was on and it was the, the... It was the college edition, I do want to say. like So these kids were in college. But the questions you know dropped down a little easier. And I, like, I swept a category and I, one of my kids are like, Wow! You know everything, and I'm just like, yes, I do. Yes, no, yes, it's I time do. for bed. Like, Dad, it's three. I don't care. Go to bed. You think I know everything? <laughs> Let's just keep this ruse going here. <clears throat> All right. Next up is gonna be Wheel of Fortune versus Match Game. Match Game originally aired from 1962 to 1969. The host was Gene Rayburn. He's another famous game show host. He'd probably be on the list. It rebranded itself though in 1973 and made a comeback. And this is probably the more popular one. It ran through. I maybe even 1980 or so. Uh, and then it's brought back in 2016. Alec Baldwin is the host. This is one of those that's on with that Michael Strahan version of the Pyramid on ABC. They've only done about 10 or 12 episodes, but it's, it's, it's been on for a while. Um, the, if you don't know the premise of this one, this is probably maybe the least popular. And so I, I remember watching this a lot on the Game Show Network. It's a very funny show. There's two contestants. Um... What they're kind of they sit kind of sit next to each other and then there's a panel. It's got six celebrities that sit up there. It's kind of a fill in the blank. They give you a fill in the blank sentence and you write what you think and then the six celebrities write what they think and every time you match one of their scores, right. what you was, get a point. What was the example you said? Like social was the first word, then the blank. Social was, blank. Yeah. So then so, they did like you know media. Social network, social media. And this or was in pre- today's day and age. Right. Distancing. Uh, this is pre. Ah yes. It was pre-COVID, but. Yeah, so that was the Alec Baldwin one sure, like that was yep. before social distancing. So, And this is one, we, we talked about how um, the newlywed game was humor. When they relaunched this in the mid-70s, uh, a few other panelists that were on all the time, one of them was Richard Dawson, who hosted we'll Family... We'll be talking about soon. We'll yeah. talking about soon, he, and he was on almost every episode. Uh, Nelson C. Riley, another famous... He was famous for being famous. He was on Hollywood Squares. Famous was, for being famous. But he was also on um, <clears throat> Match Game. And so, a lot. If you made it to the final round, if you won, you got to pick one of those guys. One of those not guys. Sometimes they're women. You'd pick one of those people, sure, and then see if they would match your answer. And so, this one was definitely it. It went for the humor and the fact that it was a little bit PG thirteen in the seventies. Kind of made it edgy at the time, and I think that led to its popularity. But even if you watch it now on on the old game show network, it's still a little racy now, even though it's you know oh. forty years old. So right. Um, and I think, John, you lead us off, yeah, right? I'm, Wheel of I'm Fortune up. and the match game. And I'm not super familiar with the match game, but after hearing how it works, I think it's one that I might try to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't vote based on what I might do in the future, so i got to vote on what I know right now. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with Wheel of Fortune. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, Wheel of Fortune. Sure. I think I, I would vote match game here if I'm picking what I watch, but just to go back to what we talked about earlier, Wheel of Fortune has some sentimentality for me, whereas match game... I mean, even though it was on in the 70s, I didn't really watch it till they brought it back and started showing reruns on the Game Show Network. But, man, classic show. Good show. Oh, yeah. And this is one, when we did some research and looked at, I think I looked at six different lists that had top game shows of all time. This is, along with Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, uh, Jeopardy, and Family Feud, this is the only other one that made every list in the top ten. Sure. So, I mean, it was very, very highly rated, very popular. Irving will lead us off. Last matchup for Wheel of Fortune. It's going to take on Family Feud. This debuted in 1976. So, Richard Dawson, who was on the match game and was very popular on the match game. Also, you might know him from Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. Um, But Richard Dawson was given, basically, they made this for him. Because, like, you're so popular, we want to give you your own show. So, they made the show Family Feud kind of based on him and the the match game. Did they tell him, hey, you need to kiss every lady that comes on the show, or was that No, that, that was his own thing, and they even <laughs> brought it up. And it, at, at one point I read this in, like, early 80s, he sent out a fan survey. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry if this offends you, but should I keep kissing the ladies? And it came back, like, 80 to 20, like, 20%. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need to you need to keep, keep doing this. That. So... He hosted until 85. It went off the air then for a few years, and then it came back in 1988. Ray Combs, if yep. you remember him. I actually liked him. I thought he did a really good job. I thought he did a great job. It. And then like the last season of that, Richard Dawson actually came back and hosted again. I don't know if he was kissing people then. Then it went off the air again. And then the current version of it that we have now that's still on came back in 99. And it's had some pretty big names. Louis Anderson was the first yeah. host. It had Richard Carn. From uh, Home Improvement. Home Improvement, yeah. Um, John O'Hurley from Spamalot fame. Or he might, maybe from Seinfeld. Or Seinfeld. Yeah. And then Steve Harvey has hosted since 2010. This is another one. It's not really set up for the comedy, but probably your favorite moments of Family Feud are some of the funnier answers that that, that pop up. Dude, Steve Harvey cracks me up. Someone says an answer that just like, you're like, what? And he, the way he like kind of looks out at the his crowd, his facial like, expressions, and, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, like I know you can't see job. our face right now, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's like, yeah, dude, his. I'm he old. Makes I'm it. old school and love Richard Dawson, but I'd put Steve Harvey right there with him as sure. a fantastic Family Feud host. Absolutely. And and that being said, like Ray Combs was good. I really like Richard Carn was good. So, so Irv, you lead us off. Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud. These are two of my top three, and you know I went with Jeopardy as number one. Um, you know, and, and Wheel of Fortune, I think I'm going to stick with as my number two with uh, Family Feud as a very close third. So I'll, I'll vote Wheel of Fortune here. Wheel of Fortune takes your lead. Um, once again, I've, I've done the, I do like to do this to you, John, when he does this. Is if here it's we go. Two close ones, but yeah, I can go either really? way. Oh, absolutely. Flip a coin. I'm going to go Family Feud just to make you break okay. the tie. So, yeah, that's. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're um, welcome. You betcha, yeah. <laughs> I like. There were some episodes of Family Feud back in the Richard Dawson era where they brought like the casts of television shows on. So it's like yeah, the love yeah. boat against soap. Right. And I thought those were pretty cool. Cause you could see the actors out of their element. And that's actually the, the one that's on now I think is celebrity family. Theory. They're doing that again. Yep, yep. And I, to me, I, I really like the final, um, like the, the finale game yeah, in they, Family Feud. The, when they bring out one at a time. And you right, and you turn to the audience top and they just read the, board. the top 100 board. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Family Feud. 
All right, that'll take the victory. All right, next up, we're going to go with some matchups for The Price is Right. The first one's going to be The Price is Right versus Pyramid. Um, I lead us off on yep. this one. Yep. I'm going to have to go Price is Right on this one. Price is Right. Price is Right. Takes sweep. a sweep. John, you lead us off. It's going to be Price is Right versus the Newlywed Game. Uh, Price is Right. Price is Right. I'm going to have to go Newlywed Game, but it doesn't matter, so Price is Right takes the victory. Irv, you lead us off here. It's going to be The Price is Right versus Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Jeopardy for me as well. I'm going to go Price is Right just because I like that variety variety of games. You bet. The, the giant wheel. Oh, yeah. It's hard to beat the giant wheel. Next up is going to be The Price is Right versus Match Game. I think I lead us off. I'm going to go Match Game on this one. Price is Right. Price is Right. Price is Right will take the victory. John, you lead us off. Price is Right versus Family Feud. Ooh, oh boy. Um, two classic ones. Very classic. Two great original hosts in Bob Barker and Richard Dawson. You bet. Price is Right. Family Feud. Oh man. Oh, the turntables. <laughs> Wait, the turntables no. are turned. I thought I would avoid this. Uh, yeah, so now I have to break this tie. Well, son of a gun. Well played. Well, thank um, you, thank you, John. I will say the Price is Right originally uh, debuted in 1956. Bob Barker was not the original. Oh, okay. Um, and the the format was a little different. But he's the original of like what we know. Yeah, that, yeah, right? absolutely. He had a absolutely. long run. Um, thirty years, thirty five, maybe. Yeah, long time. Long time. If if you put Bob Barker versus Richard Dawson, so I know that's not what we're doing. We're ranking the game itself. But you're you're stalling, so that way you can make a decision. I'm uh-huh. stalling to think sure about this. Bob Barker and, would win because he kicked Happy Gilmore's butt. Did you right. know Bob Barker's still alive? Yeah, yeah. Ninety-seven. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to make some good points and, and sway me. I just said other. Bob Barker would win because okay, he in a fight. He but, in a fight. But that sure. doesn't mean you should vote for Prices Right. Giant but wheel. Here's the thing. Showcase showdown. As well as Drew Carey does. Steve Harvey, I think, does better. Oh, yeah. So, secondary hosts. And, and we mentioned this. I think Richard Carn and Ray Combs did a great job. There's no been no right, other... Right, but Bob Barker also hosted The Price is Right for 35 years. Yeah, so, yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah. a lot of secondary hosts that right, could have a chance. Right, true. And maybe i got to think about the variety of games like John mentioned. I mean, you, you never... Do get... you have to think about Plus, that you though? get the whole, the whole crowd idea yeah, of... Yeah. You don't know who's gonna come on right, down. Right. Come on down. Yeah. And then and they're shouting. Rod, Rod. That's a good come point. On they're down. they're shouting prices, like you know how much is that? A lot of crowd interaction. Can chicken? How much is it? And they're shouting, you know, four ninety five. You remember when Barney Stinson went on? Have you seen that episode? Of I haven't got that yet? for you. I've only okay. I'm only in, I'm only in season okay. four. Barney Stinson goes is that on, later. Maybe on maybe I have. Right. You know what? It sounds familiar. Maybe, yeah. maybe and he knows sto- like everything. He's been like getting ready maybe for like weeks. Story of, like, yeah, that's a good one. I I like Prices Right a lot. I, if you vote for, it, I'm not going to be disappointed. Wait. I just go Family Feud because I like seeing the different personality yeah, families, yeah. and especially Steve Harvey. Again, I wasn't around for the, the Dawson era, but like, I Steve Harvey just cracks me up. So. I'm going to go with the good points that were made. And in my mind, that gives a victory to Prices Right. I I I totally understand. Whose turn is it? Um, well, since you voted last... I went first on that one. So then I go first. So, yeah. Irv, you lead us off. It is now the Pyramid versus the Newlywed Game. Uh, I'm going to go Newlywed Game. I, too, will go Newlywed Game. Pyramid. 
That will still give Newlywed Game the victory. Next up, I lead us off, and it's going to be Pyramid versus Jeopardy. I got to go Jeopardy here, guys. Uh, Jeopardy. Get out your brooms. It just took a sweep. John, you lead us off. It's going to be Pyramid versus Match Game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pyramid. Match. I, too, will take Match Game. Next up is going to be Pyramid versus Family Feud. And, Irv, is it your turn? Yeah. It is. Family Feud. I got to go Family Feud here. The Feud. All right. I'm going to lead us off, and this is going to be Newlywed Game versus Jeopardy. So am I going serious or funny? Am I going long-running versus multiple iterations throughout history? Um, there's a lot of sentimentality, like I mentioned, for me, for Newlywed Game. But I just I just like Jeopardy. And every now and then... Remember when it was on Cheers and Cliff Clavin, like, it yep. had, like, the categories that... There, there was one time there was, like, a sports category on Jeopardy, and then there was a science category at the same time. And as a science teacher who likes sports, I swept both categories just sitting there watching it, and I thought, dude, I could be on Jeopardy. So we yeah. all have our moments where we can be on Jeopardy. Yeah. You just can't watch it too often, because if you watch it, like, five days, you have the one day where you think you could be on, and then it's the other four days where you're like, I have no idea. Jeopardy was also so, a part of one of our previous episodes' movies, White Men Can't Jump. That's which right. Was our ninety sports yeah, movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna. This is a close one for me. I know it's not gonna be for you guys, Newlywed Game versus Jeopardy. But I'm gonna go ahead and take Jeopardy. John. Uh, Jeopardy. Sweep it. John, you lead us off. It's gonna be Newlywed Game versus Match Game. Well, the two I haven't seen a ton. Sure. Um, I have seen the newlywed game a little bit more, and I think you make some good points about the humor, kind of a uh, before-its-time type of a game. I would say these are two, the, probably two of the funniest ones. Yeah. Right? Sure. The ones you laugh at the most. I'm going to go with the newlywed game, not so much because I necessarily know it's better, just because I've seen it a little more, and I thought, oh, it's, it's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, newlywed game. Might as well make it a sweep. I like match game. I might vote for oh. that. If I had started this, I might have voted, but let's... Newlywed Game To be fair, one. I don't think I dislike any of these games. Yeah, so let's go Newlywed Game. All right, it's going to be Newlywed Game versus Family Feud. And leading us off is... Me. We'll go with it. Family Feud. Family Feud. I will vote Newlywed Game to create a tie. Uh, Family Feud. I'm going to lead us off. This is going to be Jeopardy versus The Match Game. I'm going to go Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Sweet. And then, John, you lead us off. This is... The Jeopardy versus Jeopardy family, feud. family Feud. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go Jeopardy. Jeopardy. My two will take Jeopardy. In the last matchup, Irby Lewis off, right? Yeah. 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 It's going to be Match Game versus Family Feud. Family Feud. I'll take Match Game. Uh, family Feud. All right. Let me calculate the totals here. All right. So I'm going to go with our question being... Question one, one we've talked about a little bit throughout this. Who's your favorite host, whether a game show host? Whether it be one of these guys, so you got your Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak, um, Bob Barker, Drew Carey. You got, you got your sure. Steve Harvey. But even some of the ones we don't have, Bob Eubanks, I think he, was he newlywed game? Yeah. Um, who's been on a ton of stuff, Wink Martindale, Jim Perry. 
Do you have a favorite host? I'm going to give a shout out to one that's not going to end up being my favorite and he didn't end up on this. Yeah, Regis, the, too. The seven, I was just going to say Regis. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Regis you're totally fine. He's one we mentioned with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Regis, I think, is really funny. Um, I He's got, I don't know, that kind of... He's got that weird and kind of New York humor or whatever. Sure. Like it just, and I really get a kick out of it. And I, I reference How I Met Your Mother. He's on an episode of that. And I, one of my favorite shows, and him being on that, he's like on the search for this cheeseburger that really, I don't know. Anyway, that's a tangent. <laughs> I digress. Total, 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 but my favorite is probably going to be Trebek. As much as Steve Harvey cracks me up, what I like about Trebek is he's got kind of that dry sense of humor, mm-hmm. and every once in a while he gets a dig in there at one of the contestants, or like when nobody knows the answer to something, and he kind of gives him that look over the top of his glasses, like, what? Like, none of you, like, and so like, <laughs> I don't know, he just, he really cracks me up, so, um, in, in that way, just in that it's a dry sense of humor. Yeah, for me it's close between Trebek and Bob Barker on The Price is Right. Bob Barker was just smooth. Like he had the 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 really thin microphone. Yep. And he would just hold I mean I don't even think the thing worked. He probably had a lapel mic and that was just a prop. But you know, he would go over there and he'd kind of uh try to help the contestants out a little bit one way or that way. I remember like the putting game, he would always like try to move them a little closer or give them a hint and he would always demonstrate one and he rarely missed when he was demonstrating on hole in one um but i think you made some really good points with trebek i think just the way he carries himself super intelligent guy yep and he lets you knew know that he was intelligent but he also kind of played that other side and the dry humor side too yeah plus the snl clips of jeopardy oh, like <laughs> doesn't get any better yeah. yep will farrell as alex trebek is yep. the best game show host yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go trebek but i want to throw in a uh, thumbs up or a hey, a good job to Bob Eubanks in the newlywed game just because he was kind of the same way when someone would give a ridiculous answer or a weird answer that the, just the looks he would give or the comments he would make. He did a great job hosting that. But yeah, Trebek. So here's our final results. In seventh place, the Pyramid. Sixth place, the Match Game. In fifth place, the Newlywed Game. And then a three-way tie for second because they all took turns beating wow. up on each other. And interesting that the four heavy hitters, the four that made every list, well, there's five that made every list, the match game and these four, but tied for second, the price is right, Wheel of Fortune and Family Feud. Yeah. And then our winner, not surprising, is Jeopardy. What did you think of this week's list? I Yeah, I'm totally good with that. Yeah, that's, I'm not surprised those four ended up at the top. Yeah. I, I knew it would be some combination of those. Those were the four that made every list. Well, the five, like I said, five made every list, but Match Game, but we're just not as familiar with Match Game. I am, because I like the game. Right. We're going to watch it, but you guys not. So. Yeah, good list. Great list. Well, we went a little long, so we are not going to do a start one, sit one, cut one today. I uh, hope you don't mind. Uh, yeah, but just a reminder, we're doing the 2021 Trilogy Challenge. Uh, January, you could have watched uh, Indiana Jones, or it was the Indiana Jones Trilogy. February was Toy Story or Madagascar movies. And then for March, uh, we picked this one for you. It's the uh, Dark Knight Trilogy, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. So uh, be on the lookout for those and for the rest of them for uh, uh, as we continue on. So watch those trilogies. I love, is it Batman Begins? Yep. The Dark Knight. And then Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah.
I have not seen Batman Begins or Dark Knight Rises since they were in the theaters I went saw. Sure. So Begins would have been like 05, Dark Knight was 08, and then Rises was probably like So I, I need to brush up on the March ones. Yeah, I, the Dark Knight I've seen quite a few times. Sure. Great movie. We found it. Yep, that was in our, our uh, sequels one. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a really cool and exciting list about something or other. Still in progress. Still in uh, progress. So, adios. Yep.